Gaf Tzadik Gimel. We're holding Omer Le'erov on the top. Omer Le'erov on the top of our Mardi. You know, I'm just Omer Inchi. For where is this matter derived? Where people say, Basar Mardi Nichse Tzivi Meshech, drag wood after a property owner. In other words, help out a wealthy man, even in a small way, as this may lead to your benefiting from him. That's the word. Basar Mardi Nichse, drag wood after a property owner. And also, when with Avram, had flocks and herds and tents. Connection with the incident of Avram and Abimelech mentioned in the mission of the Gemara quotes a related statement. One who passes the judgment of another to heaven, he is punished first. My wrong be upon you. I gave my uh, hugger to you, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. So the Abishter judged me, uh, the Abishter judged between me and you, sorry, stated that Hashem should judge Avram for his actions. See, Avram, this be the servant of and Avram went to mourn. To Sarah and to weep for her. So Sarah died first. And this matter applies to the situation where you where he has someone to do judgment for him on earth and has no need to appeal to the heavenly court. O to he who cries out to Hashem, or the one about whom he is crying out. Both one who cries out, the one about who he is crying, are all included in the Pasik, the cries of an orphan who is mistreated. But the quicker to be punished, the one who cries out, than the one about whom he is crying out. Let us see by sorry. says, Curse of an ordinary man should never be regarded as light in your eyes. And it was fulfilled in her descendants. Behold, it is to you covering of the eyes. He said to her, Since you hid from me, and you do not reveal that Avram was, was really your husband, and you caused me this suffering, so your descendants, your descendants, your children will will, uh, with, uh, will have covered eyes. And we see, and it came to pass, that when Yitzchak was old, as I was lose them, so that he could not see. A person should always be amongst those who are pursued and not amongst the pursuers. None amongst birds are pursued more than doves and pigeons. In other words, the predators hunt them. And from all the birds, the Pasuk deem them fit to be sacrificed in the Mizbech. Now, next part. 
So a person who says to another, blind my eye, cut off my eye, break my leg, and he does so, so the latter is hired to pay for the damage, even if the injured party explicitly instructed them to do so, on the condition that he will be exempt from payment. But if he instructs another to damage his property on the condition that he will be exempt from payment, he is put. What's the difference? In the first case, what's the difference in the latter case? says in the case of the first clause, he is chayiv, despite the fact that he was instructed to carry out the injury. All the conditions that he be exempt, person does not forgo compensation for damage on his extremities, such as his eyes, his hands, and feet. So when he told the guy that he would be exempt, he wasn't even sincere. So Amrlay said to him, but there's a person for go compensation for his pain when he does lo- when he doesn't lose a limb. The person who said to another, hit me or a straw or wound me. I'm not lifted. I'm additionally you'll be exempt from my payment, but his butter. So according to Rav's reasoning, you should be liable in the case as well, as a Chazogash should be that he was not sincere. So Ishtik Rav was silent. He didn't know what to answer. So Amar Rav said to him, Midi Shmiyalach Bav, you heard anything regarding this matter? Trisha says it's because loss of a limb may result in a family flaw. It may cause harm to the family name. One who loses a limb not only suffers pain, his family suffers as well. He's not in a position to be meichel, the guy for the harm caused to his family, but he may forgo compensation of his own pain. So if he instructed another to injure him without causing a loss of the limb, on condition that the guy will be exempt from payment, the guy is exempt from payment. Also, because of the because of the family flaw. A person is not allowed to forgo compensation for damage of the extremities. There is a yes that is based on another factor and is like no and is not viewed as giving uh, giving consent. And there's also a no that is based on the factors like a yes. And although one said no, it's as though he gave has come. In this case as well, where he said on condition he is butter, he was not sincere. Tanya Malchi was taught also in the Raisa Hakini Pseni Amaras Lifter from Lehain. So there's a yes, I don't know. If he says, Tear my garment, a condition that I will be exempt from payment, but he says, No, so the no is like a yes, since he meant that he did not want to exempt from payment, he would not ask him to do so. Mishnah Tana teaches that if one instructed another, break my jug, tear my garment, he is to pay for the damage. And Amino, the more says, I'm going to ask you, the Pasuk says with regards to Hashemer, the man delivers to his neighbor money or kalim or the defer safeguarder, the Chacham learned from this Pasuk that the Hashemer is chayiv for the item that was given to him, lishmed, to guard, where it was given to him, but not where it was given to him to destroy. Lishmed, to guard, not to rip, lishmed, and also you say, to guard, but not to where it was given to distribute for the poor people, which is Mashmah the is not high for damage. It's an item that was told to tear, even if the owner was not, did not state that it's on condition to be putter. Rav Hunter versus Lekashe. It's not a Shiloh. Mishnah would have obligation to pay for the damage dealing with a case where it came into his possession. 
and he was responsible for it before the owner instructed him to tear it. Therefore, even if he was instructed to tear, he's chayiv. And that price, which exempts him from paying, is disgusting where he did not come into his possession. safeguard. Indicating that it came into the possession already. This is the case of the price of the rules is potter. Ella, where Abba Rabba says, This and this are discussing a case where it came into the possession. Well, the cash is not a question. This is discussing a case where it came into his possession as an item given for safeguarding. And his potter, if the owner stated explicitly that it will, it will be this case. And the price is discussing a case where it came into his possession. As an item given for tearing. The Gemara says a story. There was a certain purse full of stock of money that came into the city of Pompadisa. gave it, deposited with a certain man. The man was negligent in guarding it. And also Ganovim came and stole it. Ravyesev made the shame of to pay compensation. But the Pasuk says, says to guard, but not what was given to distribute to the poor, the simptatish, to guard the money that is distributed for the poor. Sisters know Allah of Shmira. So they said to him, The poor from Vedisa have an amount that is set for them to receive. Each person already had a specific sum designated to him. And accordingly, in this category, it's Avadishmer who. Safeguarding. Therefore, he is going to be chayv. Hadin lecha chayvul. We have now completed the pedet of ha chayvul. Now we're going to begin the next pedet of ha grizel itzim. Pedet chi. Ha grizel itzim asom kalim. If a person robs another of wood and fashions it to kalim, semer baso begodim. Or a person who robs a person's wool and fashions it into garment. He pays the robbery victim according to the value of the good at the time of the robbery, but he not need to return the kalim or garments. He has, required, he has acquired the, the uh, stolen items because they had undergone a change. If one robbed another pregnant cow, Yolda, and then it gave birth while it's in his possession, or if a person robbed another of a ooh, that was laden with wool. And the robber that shared it, shall may part of the the robber pays the value of a cow that is ready to give birth, or the value of an ooh that is ready to be shorn. He pays the value of the animal at the time of the robbery, and the calf, the wool, the wool remains his. If he robbed another cow, and he became pregnant in his possession, or if a person robbed another of a ooh and became laden with wool, in his possession, Mishan Chasakzila, he has to pay the time the he has to pay the value of the time of the Geneva. Zakhlaw, this is the general rule. All robbers pay according to the value of the stolen item at the time of the robbery. Amri the Khacham say Kalim. Now it says it's that the Mishnah that if one robbed another of wood and fashioned into Kalim, yes, the robber acquires the wool due to the change. But Shipan, if he merely sanded it, then light, the robber does not acquire it, as this is not a significant chain. Similarly, if a person robbed another of wool and fashioned into garments, yes, he has acquired the wool due to the change. But leave none. But if he merely washed it, then light, he has not acquired it. 
What I mean, I want to ask you, Shalaf, another rice, a gozel, it's a mishipan. If one robbed another of wool and sanded it, a von of or a wool and washed it, Sember, Belibnei, or wool and washed it, Pishtam, Viniko, or flax and cleaned it, Shalom, Chasak, Zili, pays according to the value of the item, the time of the robbery. This price teaches that even a change such as sandy wool is regarded as a significant change. Okay, so the Mara says, Mishnah teaches that Allah with regard to change deemed significant which is not deemed significant the It is as reversible. All the more so if the robber affects a change deemed significant irreversible change requires a stolen item due to the change. Mara says, accordingly, it must be in the case of the Mishnah where the change is irreversible where one robbed another. Eight Samasam Kalim um stated with regards to the one who robbed another sanded wood. And what are they? The sudden these are boards that the robber used to instruct the Kalim, the Shin Dad which is a change in which the item can revert to its original state, as the robber desires he can disable them. Similarly in the case of one who robbed another wool. I fashioned two garments, but Semer Tavli refers to wool that was given already spun, the Shini which is a change that can be reverted to its original state. If he wants, he can unravel them. The Mishnah teaches that the robber acquires the stolen item by making these changes, and the more so by a change from Deiraisa. Baya continues his explanation with Tana Baran, the Tana of our Brahsa teaches that Allah with regards to Shini Deiraisa Tani. It changed the significant midrash Isa, which is Rabban Lektani, but it does not teach a shina midrabban. It's possible that he maintains that the robber does not acquire the stolen item due to such a change. Rashi, one of Rashi says, The Tan of our Mishnah also teaches that Allah with regard to the change the significant midrash Isa. So, it's also Kalim, the case of one who robbed another of a woman fashioned into Kalim, that's referred to a case who disrupted Wuhani pestles. The high new sheep, which is an analogy in the case where one side of them sits a pestle is formed by trimming the wood in a reversible manner. Similarly, also the case of Mishnah one you robbed another wool of fashion to garments and Namte referring to one who fashioned the wool into pieces of felt, which is the Hadashini the other way, which is a irreversible change. Now that Mara asks. But does washing affect a significant change? So that a person who robs another wool, washes it, acquires the wool, and pays the value at the time of the robbery? And I mean, I'm going to ask you a question. Lewis is discussing a case um, of the first of the sheared wool, which was given to the Kayin. The owner of the sheep did not manage to give the sheared wool to the Kayin before he died it. So he's put there from giving the Kayin as the obligation is in effect only with regards to the wool remaining in the original stage. But if he washed and did not die, he's obligated to give it to the Kayan, which is Masha, that washing does not affect the significant change. It's not a question. It depends. With our DNA, Braiso, the guard to the first, uh, the first of the sheared wool, if one sheared it, spun it and wove it, and in Mestarim, the wool shul does not combine with the wool from the other sheep to constitute the minimum quantity of wool which one is obligated to give the first of the sheared wool to the pen. Libnei, 
Now, if one washed, sorry, Libnei, if a person washed it, if a Shimon, Amer, if Shimon says, it is not combined with the wool of another sheep, as washing affects, affects a significant change. It is, as washing does not affect a significant change. Their opinion corresponds to the opinion in the Brisa and the Mishnah previously mentioned. Rav Amarava says, Oh, out of Shimon, this and this, both the Mishnah and the Brisa are, in fact, she does of Shimon. The Kachin is not a question. How the Napsi and the Putsi? The Mishnah is referring to a case where one untangled the strands of wool by hand before washing. In that case, the washing is not fully effective and does not affect a significant change. Or the Sakis and Ruki, the Brisa is referring to a case where one combed it before the washing. The washing is more effective and consequently affects a significant change. The mission is referred to the case where one merely whitened it, which is not a significant change. The bride is referring to the case where one bleached it with sulfur, which is a significant change. Now the Gemara says, Now that you said that according to the Shimon, dye does not affect this change. So he's saying that seven is not a shine, is even a shine, not the tiny, whether the price is but as a definition. So if one shoot a sheep one by one and dye the wool of each sheep for sharing the next sheep, or one by one he wove them or spun them, if he died, it is a starf. It's mashable that according to Shimon, when dying the wool is not a significant change, so how can you maintain the washing is it? Our Bible advises like Kasha. This is not a difficulty. Statement that washed wool does not combine with another wool. According to the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, the statement that, uh, that even dyed wool combines with another wool is the opinion of Shimon and Yehuda. According to the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, there is a machlekes that the mother of Shimon rules with regards to this issue. Rabbi Rabbi says, "Leilim lepigir abban alad Rabbi Shimon and Yehuda." There's not an argument in Shani Tzeba. And dye is different than since one is able to remove it with soap or return to his previous state, it's not a shame. And that which was taught in the Mishnah said above, that um, the, the Allah was established according to all the opinions. So the Allah, and we said according to everybody, but with regard to, to the indigo, which cannot be removed with soap, and therefore it affects a permanent, and therefore a significant change. They all hold that a change that hold that despite a change, the change this item remains in its place. The changed item is still considered to have a status at hand before. We just said he says that even according to Shimon, even if the wool is dyed, it's still uh Combines the wool of another animal to constitute the minimal, the quantity of wool for which one is obligated to give the first of the shred of wool to the kain. What's the what do you see this Bisham right that undergoes that he maintains that undergoes a change is considered to have the same status as before it changed? That the Nasalachitan Vesnana Fon gave a Zaina wheat as her payment and was so sailors and she made it to sailors or say so shaman or gave it to her gave let's see olives and made it to shaman and no so yain so one says that's us to bring us a cover and one says mutter this of tani gurin this is was tani gurin that they may aspiric and aspiric shaman is to be still matin 
My time is Bishlam. We're crow. Gam shem. The rabbi shinuim. It says both of them to include both of them. Bishlam. We're crow. Him. Well, they shinuim. Not there. But not there changed. So the war asks, Bishlam. I hope siv him. But according to Bishlam, it says him. So really, him. But they live all the same. They are not their offsprings. Still, Tati Shamas Mirei. But still says in both from the sword, him. They shinuim. Him. They live all the same. I think one of the Bishlam. Not me. I see gam. The one is the bomb. The gam. The Bishlam is a kasha. Oh, that poor thing, huh? Okay.